Previously on the Nostalgic Front podcast. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, you're a, you're a terrible person. He's like, kind of. I'm a lawyer, and it's like, well, that's our fun little dumb joke. Um, yeah. and so yeah, that was just a nonstop joke back in the day. Yeah, yeah, lawyers suck like, shit. I was a kid. I don't even know what the fuck a lawyer was. I just knew they were horrible. I remember saying in like, class, every joke was just like, oh, what do you call a hundred lawyers at the bottom of the sea? I don't know. Good start. Yeah, I, I remember in class telling a joke like at show and tell that was, uh, what's the worst thing about four lawyers driving off a cliff in a car? You can fit five lawyers in a car. <laughs> All the other eight-year-olds are like, <laughs> eh, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck, fuck lawyers. lawyers. <laughs> yeah. Coming to you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Brandon Ream. And coming to you live from the Brooklyn, New York, Nostalgic Front Studios, I'm Patrick Casey, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Fantastic. Oh, shit, it's the Nostalgic Fright, a podcast from Patrick and Ring. We like movies, TV, and games, junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Nostalgic Fright, it's the Nostalgic Fright, Nostalgic Fright. It's the Pooh Nostalgic Fright, Nostalgic Fright. It's just nostalgic, right? He did the mash. Okay, it's the monster mash. Wow. Wow. No, no, no. Do, 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 do. Oh, what? No, 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 no. Do, 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 and this is the dumbass fucking show. What if we did that for like <laughs> 20 minutes? I thought, well, we did. Imagine we edited it down. Imagine us doing that for yeah. 20 minutes and just imagine the listener, you know, like uh, imagine like uh-huh. an Ed Souter, just like, all right, well, they're, you know, they're having fun. So I'll fast forward a little bit and then we're still and then fast forward a little bit and okay, I'll fast forward what seven minutes. I'm sure seven minute mark. They're going to be talking about something. Seven minutes. It would be really fun to see what the length of that we could do is. Um, how are you? Got a? Well, you got a? You got a? Tune, go ahead. I was gonna say. Well, tune in to the uh, nostalgic front, uh, Halloween candy month, Uncle Buck episode, and who knows? We may have. Yeah. Three bucking hours of a dabba dooba 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 dooba. Did you say three bucking hours? <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, boy, how you got you got the you got the porcelain mug? Is that a uh, nostalgic front mug or is that just a mug? Uh, no, it's just something. Oh, before. what does that say? Is it a is it a god thing? It looks very much like a god thing. Uh, okay, hold on. It's read it aloud. This is the co- this is the coffee mug Reem is currently sipping out of. Oh, if you get a it. chance to put in put on some like nice uh, morning jazz. No chance. Okay, okay, that's fine. I can do that. Doubters like fuck they're still doing it <laughs> okay go ahead and read it with no right, music in the um, background the title of the coffee mug is the tides of life Ooh, here we go at the beach when the tide is going out the waves recede and it seems that nothing is happening in the sea but the truth is that the great swells are gathering strength beneath the waters, building energy 
for the time and when the tide will return. Oh, there's oh more my the God, there's a second page. <laughs> there's more this on coffee the mug's got a second page. Hold on. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'm on the it's, edge of my seat. It's similar to times in our own lives when something we have depended on is gone and we are left with a feeling of emptiness and sadness. Oh, I get it because it's like coffee. Yeah. Uh, here we go. At times like this, we can take heart knowing that an unseen strength is building within us. And if we can only be patient, relying on a sure faith, the tide of life will turn and happiness and fulfillment will once again return to us. There was a moment when you go and times like these. And I was like, hold on. I thought you were going to be like, you learn to live again. Did times you- like the, And all of a sudden I realized halfway into the second page of this mug, it's a Foo Fighters mug. <laughs> uh, it's funny. I just realized I, I learned. I didn't know this. Foo Fighters played like a $5 show at the Botanical Center in like Where? 1990 in Des Moines. Oh, yeah. The, the downtown Botanical Center in like oh, weird. 95. I believe it. Ranch Bowl. They uh, the, there was a venue in Omaha back in the day called the Ranch uh-huh. Bowl. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was Midwesterns great. fucking love ranch. Love it. It was a uh, well, they love bowling. They love ranches. Uh, I almost went to a soul fly show there. Yeah, exactly. I played there with that's where we played with Trapped. Uh, oh, yeah. The Union Underground. We played with a bunch of bands there, but um, Trapped, big, big Twitter band. Oh, boy. I'll tell you what. They love a certain guy and his name is Don. I. But they back in the day, like you would every once in a while, you'd be in there and you'd see like a poster and you're like, fucking Pearl Jam played here in 91. You're like, what? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, they knocked it down in like 2000, maybe 2005 and turned it into a Walmart. Oh. <laughs> the last show I saw there was. Hey, isn't it fucked up? You go to Walmart, you can buy all these different things, but they don't sell walls. Yeah, they don't sell walls or marts. Huh? Where that? Yeah. Where am I supposed uh, to get my Mart? Right? Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Uh, can you tell me where the Mart aisle is? Me getting a time machine, going back to the Rams in the 90s, going up to Michael Mart's. Uh, or Mike well, Mart's. You open up another place and be like, shop Mart's. Shop Mart Mart. You think there's ever Mart, 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 Mart. Ah, boy. What have you been up to, big dog? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Fixed a door. Okay. Did a comedy show. Uh, what's about it? getting ready to tear up some flooring? Okay, why? What's wrong with it? You mad at it? Why are you tearing it up? Oh, we're getting some foundation done. It's old, uh, old asbestos stuff. So I gotta like, uh, oh yeah, I gotta learn how to safely remove that shit. Got a mask coming. Okay, you know, it's a Slipknot mask, but I'm sure <laughs> it, <laughs> that's right. I, I'm Who's sure it'll it? protect me from mesotheliomia. Pretty sick that uh, Iowa's kicker is uh, Corey Taylor. That's pretty fun. Huh? Is oh, there God. Yeah. 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 Well, is that that's just crushing on the message boards, I assume. Right. Uh, I think everybody's heard that at least once. And thought okay. that. But it, it uh, yeah, because it took me until about halfway through last year. Yeah. To realize it was Tory Taylor. Oh, is yeah. that not correct? No, it's Tory Taylor. I thought it was Corey Taylor also. That's very funny. And, he rules. Yeah. Big star. Uh, 
Did you see McAfee's Twitter uh, yesterday no. during the game? But I'm sure he was going off. Raining, were- raining praise for the brand. Yeah. He, he was loves- tweeting Tory Taylor for Heisman. He uh, loves that guy. Yeah, or he loves oh, yeah. good, you know, obviously good. Uh, um, punting. Punting. For the brand. Well, what's yeah. fun is right now, uh, Tory Taylor has a shirt uh, that is being sold at Raygun. Oh, yeah. Where, where it just says punting is winning. And then mm-hmm. it has a picture of Australia on it because he's from Australia. Oh, cool. Yeah. Which I guess after listening to an interview, there are 51 Australian punters in Division One right now. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. I know they always talk like, about I knew, that, I knew punting, it was a thing. Yeah. I didn't know it was that big a thing. But anyways, since it's cool, too, uh, it's his likeness, you know, because the shirt says Taylor on the back and number nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's able to make money off of it. Uh, under the new rules but uh instead he just gives it all to charity well that's what happens with um have Uh, you seen the the you got moss thing riley the during the monday night games you got moss they always do that and Uh they're doing a thing now where if you're you know like it's like if somebody is it does a big play over somebody else they're like you got yeah 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 and now and when college players get on that they send them they have gloves that say you got mossed and they give them to the that player as a gift every week. And it's nice. because they can do that with the rules now. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, college big college football weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Iowa State didn't play. So that's a uh, good on my mind. Heck yeah. <laughs> no, big no. Loss. Yeah. Still wide open. That boy, uh, that red, te- red river. Yeah, yeah. Texas, Oklahoma. Crazy. Yeah, I really wanted. I really was hoping Texas would win just to keep it keep everybody a little bit but it was kind of fun to see oklahoma bench rattler and then go ahead and win yeah he looks rattled yeah, he did yeah um, all the yeah. uh showdowns between ranked teams were just like insane games yeah that uh we watched it's funny because we watched the iowa uh uh penn state game and we watched the whole game and then at one point murphy was being a little whiny so we went to take him outside and he gave up in the hallway so it was like a false start he's like i don't really want to go i was just pranking you we come back in and it was that final touchdown thing, that really great play that like they called the play of the game and I, stuff. Yeah. That's the only part of the game we missed was that play. It's interesting. Uh, I watched it with my dad yesterday and I think Ow? that was, a, yep. Uh, I think it was the first Iowa Hawkeye home game we have watched on television in 20 plus years. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was one of, one of us were at the game all the time. So yeah. uh, kind of, Kind of surreal not being able to be there for one of the biggest games ever, but yeah. uh, it, it was pretty awesome regardless. Yeah, I can imagine it would be. It would be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Also, I got. I don't know if I've ever seen a football game where the crowd was more of a factor. The, well, that's the thing that I, I heard Aaron Rodgers talking about it about how play quarterbacks are in the especially in college they're all going away from like cadence they're all going yeah. on the claps and the sidelines and stuff yeah and i've never seen it more of a fuck up than in that game penn state because there's no way out of it there was no they had no they, recourse yeah yeah it yeah was crazy uh penn state's coach was getting dragged on twitter mm-hmm. which i mean anytime you lose a big game especially yeah. with when you can point to a bunch of different things about how you lost i was talking that, to- that was just like such a game of attrition they just slowly yeah. bled bled him away and got back into the game, made some big and I, I was special teams is just 
Well, I was talking to Gideon. I was special team defense, man. It's crazy. Yeah, is this the best? It's it's so funny that think of all the good Iowa defenses or offensive they've had in the last fifteen years, but just like the offense is not good, and there maybe they will be, or maybe they're they're good and they're just not great. But the defense and the special teams are so fucking good that they're carrying so hard that team. It's crazy. Not only that, I mean, yeah, we they dug themselves a hole, but a lot of the time, all the fucking offense needs to do Mm -hmm. is get like two first downs. Yeah. And then punt the ball. So Tory Taylor puts them inside the five, and then the D just gives them the ball at the 10. And then they just wait like, and bleed. Wait, that's yeah, right. That's right. That's right. Uh, but uh, yeah. just, just uh, it, it was peak Iowa, the end of the game, when they were like, eh, you know what? We're just going to kneel it out, punt you the ball back with that 30 was, seconds. We got to get in wild. We got to get in one more punt. You know, yeah, we're trying that, to build a Heisman reel here. Yeah, that was kind of wild that I don't like Ference Jr. Whatever the fuck his name is. I don't like Ference that much, to be honest with you. But uh, I was like, the whole time I'm like, what if this backfires? What if this is the, the, the out where they got 40 seconds, no timeouts, but 40 seconds. What if they just return a kick or what if something goes wrong there? I thought that was pretty ballsy to not even dr- run more yeah. clock. What if you run the ball and you fumble, you know? Exactly. Well, I guess yeah. Yeah, you're right. What um, if yeah. you're running the ball and then all of a sudden a Velociraptor comes out of the uh stands. Yeah, what if, down. What if uh Loki was given back to his ice giant parents and uh Thor was raised without him, you know? Ice giant cock. Did you see I just sent you do you have your cell phone on you? Yeah. I just sent you an image, so I got a new cell phone. Um Oh uh, yeah, I got a new cell phone too. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, uh I lost all my nudes on the old one, you know. Uh, I guess I should have backed that ass up. <laughs> oh, wow! So much. I knew it was a bit as soon as you go. Yeah, yeah. I backed that ass up. Um, I got a new cell phone, which uh, first one since 2018. But uh, uh, what I, you're looking at right now, I made my own case for it. And do you see dork. that? Isn't that cool? Yeah, it is. It it's is. You're a, a dork, but it's cool. I, I found the because um, I OK, so I got a new cell phone. It's a Samsung something, something uh, Samsung S21 Ultra or something. Um, and it's huge. It's big. It's a big hog. It's got a big, fancy big camera. Old hog. And it. Uh, but what sucks is, first off, I've had it, that same phone since 2017. So I've lost. I didn't lose photos or anything, but all my my retro bowl championships gone. Oh, I'm starting oh. all over. I won like 60 Super Bowls. You know what that's like? It was like Super Bowl 110 yeah, or something. I, I've maybe done that over my lifetime. That's impressive. It was crazy. Uh, and so I'm starting all over, which is fun because you're supposed to be bad at the beginning, but I'm pretty good. So that's good. But um, uh, I had to get a case, though, because and I went we went to Best Buy. Couldn't find any nice ones. So then I remembered that we have a store called the Cool Shirts. OK, I guess where we sell the nostalgic front merch and jackknife comedy merch and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So I was like, well, they make cell phone cases. So I was kind of come up with like, well, what if I, what would I want on a case? You know? And I'm like, do I want an otter box that'll keep it safe, but look toolish? Do I want one of those ones that is, uh, the one I used to have had was, was very protective, but it had rubber on it and I hated the rubber. And so, uh, I was like, do I do that? And then I was like, well, let's see, I'll get a designed one. So I look on Etsy. And I find like all these weird ones that are like Star Wars and shit. And I'm like, well, what if I don't want that? 
And then it hit me. Okay. You've seen cassettes. You've seen the, the ones that are cassettes. You've seen the ones that are uh, uh, Walkmans, right? But what I did was I found my exact Discman that I had in 1999. Uh, and so now it's just like, imagine the top of a Discman. It says Sony, Discman, ESP, 10 second skip, electronic shock uh -huh. protection, heat resistant lid. Uh, it's got the long box where you would be able to see the CD turning and really, really stoked about it. So I'll get that Disc in man. 10 days. Ah. Champion of the walk, man. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah. Been I've been busy, man. I've been fucking. Me too. I don't think I've ever been this stressed in my life. Like you can tell, I got gray hair coming in all over on here. You know how sucks how much it sucks to be bald and have gray hair. Oh, <laughs> it blows. Planning this got office. That sweet move. mustache and that killer soul patch. I'm working on the mustache. I'm not shaving ever again. So that's just going to, this is just the start. But uh, I, I shaved a soul patch yesterday to piss off Stacy. And then I, we were starting watching football and I forgot. And I didn't remember yeah. until I launched this Zoom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I look like shit. It's like, why won't wives just let you shave your face hair in whatever stupid pattern you want? Yeah. Let me uh, take my uh, eyebrows off, you know? Every time I see a memory of me with a mustache, I'm just like, buddy, fuck, fuck you look good, dude. I saw some memory from like I was on tour a couple years ago and I'm in a ho I'm in a I remember the night I had to spend the night in a hotel. It was in Memphis. Uh -huh. so maybe it was the Memphis Comedy Festival or maybe I was on tour, but I had to spend the night in a bathroom because it was one of those things where like you get to the airport, but you can't go through security. So you have to wait right. on the outside. And so I'm in a bathroom, a big like handicap stall, just sitting there watching TV on my on my lap on my laptop. But I had taken a photo when I was like super tired and I look really gaunt, kind of like I'm just skinny at the time. I have a mustache. My bald it was before I started wearing hats all the time. And I was wearing the same shirt Great that choice, I wore yesterday. I looked great. And yesterday I was wearing that same shirt and I looked fat as hell in it. And I was like, ah, you know? Yeah. I just need to get I need to get I'm I'm planning November 1st to start putting my life back together. Sort your fucking life out, mate. Yeah. So all you listeners who message me when we're doing when I'm when shows are coming back and stuff, when I'm doing shows again, November 1st is when we're starting. Look at you. God damn. You got a big oh, hog. Beefy boy. He keeps showing me his dick. I can't believe you have those veins in it. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Um, well, you yeah. got to play with it and then the vein comes around. <laughs> Uh, is that what you call your wife? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah. What do you, so what else you, you said you've been busy. What did you do on Friday night? You remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, took in a heavy metal show. Of course. Uh, uh, a local band, uh, the Druids. Uh, you love them. They're fun. And, uh, oh, well he's going to apparently see I positive Reem has COVID again. One time I talked to Reem and he had COVID and this is what it was like. Also, we don't know if he had COVID. He might have had COVID. I don't know what it is. I just got uh, really stuffy. Yeah, like, you're really soon, as soon as we started. Yeah, I think it was that jazz. Is what room are you in? What is I this got room? scat face? Oh, it's it's the room I've been recording in. It's just uh, the dresser is full of shit. I opened up all my toys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the <laughs> way, uh, hey, buddy, don't tell people you got scat face. OK, that's not like <laughs> Uh, what toys? Tell me about. Well, let's walk through the toys. What do you got so far? Well, I opened up Skeletor and I opened up Ace and I was kind of playing with them. You know, yeah. they're doing a thing and I made a little uh, Ace. photo collage. 
A- ash. Ash. Okay. I thought you got yeah. an ace duck. That'd been cool. No, no, um, would have. But I got an ace duck right up there. But I got it. Yeah, from, it's, uh, on, it's on my Instagram. It's 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 nothing great, but I'll I have had to look fun. At it. I had I, fun playing with the toys. Yeah. But uh, no, I went to a nice little uh, heavy metal show. Nice. Uh, just to have a thing to do. Plus, it was uh, they were raising money for cancer. Oh, good. You know, and fuck cancer. You know, yeah, so, fuck cancer. You you can go and not be very invested in a show for ten bucks if it's for for a good cause. Research. So yeah, I, we watched, yeah, that's great. Watch that, and then uh, met up with uh, Dan Upton and yeah. a few other people for uh, Dan's fortieth birthday. Wow, forty. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they were chilling down at uh, Peace Tree, uh, playing some uh, Switch on the projector outside. It was a good time. And then cool. uh, some karaoke with a lady after that. Very cool. What a nice, fun night. It um, was. I So for work, I think I might have talked about this, but I, uh, I get to hire temps, which is really fun. And so this week, my temps were. Oh, I hate, hate hire temps. <laughs> Were you like when it's in the hundreds? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah. Not a fan hey, at buddy, all. Re- remember, you know, Tim, that's Tim why Tim it's 100 <laughs> degrees. There's not a fan at all. Give me <laughs> Jesus, a fan. Man. Give me an air conditioner. It's fucking hot. You are on fire, dude. You are hot. Uh, remember, guys, temping is not just a city in Arizona. Uh, I got uh, I've been hiring Tim. So this week I hung out with comedies. Carmen Lagala. I hung out with comedies Devin Walker and I hung out with comedies Gideon Hambright and we all worked. Uh, they all helped me clean up my office. And then the other thing that was funny was we had a task rabbit who was cool. I liked this guy a lot. I don't know his name, but are you familiar with task rabbit Reem? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was a great special teams player for the Bills in the 90s. OK, I don't know, but sure. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a dumb joke. Maybe uh, one person knew the reference. Yeah. But sadly, they don't listen to this show. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Uh, TaskRabbit is like an app where you can get people to do like specialty work, uh, but you pay them a lot, a lot, a lot. And we got this handyman that was been coming in through TaskRabbit, and he's really cool. Like, I would like to. I bet we would be good friends, right? He seems like he's in a band. He seems like a punk guy. And the other day, I come in and he's tearing down a desk for me. And I walk in and he's blasting Merle Haggard and like deep cut Merle Haggard. Yeah, this guy's like maybe thirty five, maybe well, maybe late thirties. Uh-huh. Right. And I'm like, OK, so if you're in your 30s listening to Deep Cut Merle Haggard's, that means you're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if my grandpa's listening to Deep Cut Merle Haggard, it's because it speaks to him and that's his generation. But like, yeah, this dude, obviously cool. And so I yesterday I looked him up and I found out that he was in a band. I don't know. Maybe he currently is made great music. And I was like, ah, he was just like us. You know, we were just a bunch of comics working. He was just a musician working. It was fun. Speaking glad of fun, I, glad I, I got bl- him some work. I had a blast last night here in town. What happened? Oh, went down you to, to the Taco Trump- Bell. No, I went to the Trump rally. <laughs> Gross. Well, you know, you got to get ready for the Civil War. Yeah, that's coming. You know, hurry. Hey, let's shit or get off the pot with this whole in the times thing. OK, wake up, sheeple. Yeah. If, we, if the world's falling down in 2022, I'm not going to start doing open mics again. All right. <laughs> right. What's the point of grinding if we're just yeah. going to fucking wind up having, uh, you know, like Bright Eyes said, working on the album seems pointless now when the world ends. Who's going to listen to it? I'm just glad that we don't have to get involved in the Civil War. You know, it'll yeah. be it'll be the army, you know? Yeah. And 
the the people that are starting it and then you just get to like sit back and be like yeah um, i guess i'll watch something us, else oh boy bombs dropping and me and you being like uh so did you watch the second season of falcon and the winter soldier yet <laughs> yeah dude it was great it was really great the way they address <laughs> bombs over broadway that's uh hey that's a uh uh funny thing how the world is constantly ending and we are still just podcasting <laughs> Well, you know, the world has been ending forever, dude. People have uh, been, everybody has proclaimed it end times since the beginning of time, you know? Yeah. Do you think, it, do you think like Jesus was ever like, hey, dog, this just started? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's the other crazy, I mean, that's even the crazy thing for that is uh, Jesus was supposed to come back a while ago, man. Yeah. To bring the end times with him, you know? Well, what if Jesus and it's came... two thousand years later, and it's still like I don't, you know, honestly, I don't think he's showing. Yeah, I think uh, he found some other people, and he was like, "I'd rather save these people." Yeah, you're right. I don't think he's coming back. I don't think he exists. Um, no, he died. Can I read you my coffee mug? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! He came to town on an old freight train. He jumped off in the pouring rain. Everybody said he's insane. Just a low down, no account hobo. He made his bed beneath the county bridge. The city folks said that's not his. They signed a petition. They're going to get rid of that low down, no account white trash. What if Jesus came back like that? An old freight train in a hobo hat. Well, we let him in or turn her back. What if Jesus came back like that? Oh, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's a good mug. It's a, it glows in the dark. <laughs> oh, oh I, I actually just commissioned a mug. Oh really? Like, what is? Oh it? yeah, and I, I I'm really stoked yeah, about, it, about it. Tell you me know? About it, would you? Oh yeah. Uh, this is what it says. It it's really touching. Yeah. It fucking really just gets you in the heart. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what I like. Yeah, is, you like heartfelt you know, stuff. Coffee is peaceful. You know, you drink a yeah. nice coffee on a Sunday morning. By the way, your... hey, I know we're in the middle of a bit currently, but I want to say that I would. My relationship with coffee is anything but peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay i understand what you're saying but please okay go back well to you got to start brewing at your house you know but anyways uh it's just so nice just picture this you're sitting on your three season mm -hmm. porch you can hear woodchucks chattering in the dist and then all of a sudden you, you sit down to read your coffee mug and it's like devil without a cause and i'm <laughs> back with the beaver hat ben davis slacks 30 pack of strows 30 pack of hose no rogaine in the propane flows the chosen one on the living proof with the gift gab in the city of truth. I jabbed and stabbed and knocked the critics back, and I did not stutter when I said that. I'm going platinum selling rhymes. I went platinum seven times. And still they ill. They want to see us fry. I guess that's because of only God knows why. That's right. I got one here, too. Now, I, I don't use. <laughs> oh, yeah, have, yeah. Uh -huh. I don't yeah, usually have this many mugs. Inspi inspire us, dude. Yeah. Here's another mug I got. Uh, what would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? And the only way to feed him is to sleep with a man for a little bit of money. And his dad is gone. Someone's smoking rock now. Went in out of lockdown. I ain't got a job now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That song was huge. Oh, yeah. Remember reminds City me, High? Reminds, oh, yeah, dude. Dr. Dre. Yeah, that's fucking nuts, man. You know what song else was huge? Remember that uh, uh, Crazy Town song, Waterfalls? <laughs> no. Oh, you know, 
No, it's like, uh, you know, come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You're my waterfall, sugar, baby. No, I don't get the joke. Oh, the joke is I'm a guy that mixes up waterfalls and oh, okay. uh, butterfly. You know? Yeah, I get it now. Like TLC has a song. Don't go chasing butterflies. Okay, I got it. Uh, have you heard of this show? I know that it's we're not. Dumb. Tra- it's we're not- fucking dumb. Edit that out. Let's do. Fucking There's no topics. fucking way, man. Uh, did you know? Have you seen the show? Why the last man yet? No. Did they, they got, tell you why? They got an episode. Episode. I think it's. It's the premise of the. It's a com- It's based on a comic book, and the premise is that all the men disappeared except for one, and. The episode uh, that aired last where they go out for smokes. I don't know, man. I ain't watched (laughs) it yet. But last week's every episode has a name. Like the first episode is called the day before. The second episode is called would the world be kind. The third episode is called Neil. The fifth episode is called weird. Al is dead. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. And I saw. Yeah. And weird. Al tweeted it out and was like, oh, no. Uh, I don't know. I haven't watched the show, so I don't understand why, but I think that's a very funny idea. I wonder if yeah. it's like The Leftovers, how all of a sudden Perfect Strangers was a plot line in <laughs> The Leftovers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, goddamn. Because uh, it's our life and our dreams and, and nothing's gonna, gonna stop, stop me now. Oh, I've been watching Let's talk about that real quick. I was watching. Um, I've been watching a lot of The Simpsons. Um, I old, middle, random. What? Currently, I'm in season seven. Um, oh yeah. But uh, the meat I, right there. I got a joke. I'm gonna do. I'll prep it here. I'll uh-huh. tell you what it's gonna be. So on uh season twenty two or the most recent season came out of The Simpsons on Net- Disney Plus. Forty two. Forty two maybe. And I screen. I'm gonna screen. New Tree Horse of Howard coming up. I'm going to screenshot it and then I'm going to Photoshop it so that I can write what the episodes are about. And it's going to be stuff like, uh, you know, Bart joins Al Qaeda, <laughs> stuff like that. You know, uh, I did that. I did that. I'm going to do like a whole, uh, they did kind of do that once, but that's going to be my joke is going to be like, wow, these new episodes of the Simpsons are pretty crazy. I haven't, I haven't been in a while. And it's going to be stuff like, uh, uh, Homer stabs Marge in the gut <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Hell yeah. And it'll be whatever the funny photo is for that exact episode. Um, well, uh, I, I was trying to watch an old sitcom the other night, and I'm trying to think of what it was. Oh, uh, Wish Upon a Star. Do you remember this sitcom? No. It was a TV. Uh, is that what it's called? It like Touched by an Angel, but in the 30-minute segment, the angel comes down and grants wishes. Would you rather be a pig? That was okay. Do you know that song? Uh, oh, would you like to swing on a star? Randy Newman, fucking love it. It's not Randy Newman. Well, maybe would he did you it. like to swing on Good a star? Take did it know you could swing a on a star? And be better off you are. Did we do a, a, a Randy Newman joke last week? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't good, but we did it. I we like, did it just to say. I think I'm a pretty good Randy Newman impression. Roll on, big river. <laughs> Roll on. That's pretty good. Uh, how about this? Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm picking up my gang. I'm my head out with. We're real. We didn't come equipped with quips to fake books. Fake <laughs> uh, Boy, it's great. Um, I'm a cowboy. There's a show from the 80s called 
there's a few. Swing on the star theme song was the theme song to the show out of this world was a show from the 80s that I, I found a bunch of episodes on YouTube and rewatched it recently. Um, and it was about a girl who finds out that her dad, her dad, who has always been away. She, she thought her dad was in the FBI. That's what her mom told her. But her dad was actually an alien. And she finds out she's got magic powers and she would do this. And that's how she'd freeze time. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I remember that shit. Yeah. And I started watching it the other night. And first off, pretty funny. I have learned like when you watch uh, Full House, the jokes are really canned and corny. But if you watch another show like we watch- corn, <laughs> if we watched uh, uh, a <laughs> I get the I um, going blind. <laughs> if I want to have to predict the ability, the milkman, the paper boy in the TV. That's too much, though. That sounds exactly like that. Theme song. Yeah. That sounds exactly like the blossom song. <laughs> uh, but this show. Uh, so what I've learned is that if I watched the show, uh-huh. it it's corny when I rewatch it. But if I didn't watch the show, I can genuinely laugh at these shows. Yeah. Um, and I liked. I watched like three episodes of this sitcom that I barely you know, remember, and I enjoyed it. I won't watch the show probably until they get like five seasons and other people said it was good. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact. That is getting made is that show Ghosts. They yeah. Keep dropping the commercials on yeah. because you talking about that just really makes me fawn and uh, wish we had more just like goofy, stupid fucking sitcoms. Yeah. With with a short premise. And it's like, hey, we're going to try and get all the fucking jokes we can out of this robot daughter. Yeah. That's the thing. Did you hear about this uh, bread? No. What was it? Uh, it was a, it was a New York Times article about a kidney. Oh, no, I used to have two kidneys, though. <laughs> now I just got these two adult knees. Damn. Oh, they hurt. Oh, uh, ow, ow, ow. This article came out, and it was all about, like, being a bad what, art friend. Uh-huh. And uh, the premise is, like, these two writers are in a group. And the, the only article I read is the one of the Confederacy. <laughs> well, right when you're heading down to your Trump rally last night. Uh-huh. Uh, but this article, it really made me think about stuff like that, about, like, uh, like I had an idea for a TV show, but I didn't write it or do anything about it. And then Dax Shepard made a show exactly like, you know what I mean? And yeah, that that bummed me out. Whereas getting an I have a have a uh, pilot all about a ghost show. And seeing this show on CBS, this ghost show that you're talking about, that gives that makes me feel good. Yeah, I'm like, I, our show, our pilots you know that pilot should is. make you feel good. Hmm. Knowing your name is not Dax. Yeah, that's a bummer. Okay. Isn't it I, weird? He played a character called Frito in a movie and it upgraded his name. That is pretty funny. Um he uh uh also he could have gone by uh Gex. That'd be cool, you know. Yeah, Dax sounds like somebody who should be an anamorphized fucking hero for an N64 game totally. I always think like, it's weird when a carrot when an actor or something like that like he did this. Yeah, when a, I think it's weird when a carrot or an actor uh, you know, I do anything. I said character, uh, oh. but I think it's weird when an actor who like he was an actor who was at like a certain level and then all of a sudden he started a podcast and then he got super fucking famous again. Like, yeah, I'm always blown away by shit. Like I that. just keep waiting. Like his career is so uh, like mediocre and meandering. Mm-hmm. I just keep waiting for Ashton Kutcher to come out of the corner with a fucking trucker hat on and been like, America, you've been punked. Yeah. He's not even married to her. Yeah. And uh, that without a paddle never mm-hmm. existed 
uh the uh what i underrated gonna, that was an all right fun movie. my 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 without a paddle joke i was gonna do is i can't wait till it gets canceled so he goes up the creek without a paddle <laughs> right. uh he was he was fine in parenthood though you know Parenthood, he's this great. Isn't, this isn't an anti-dax no, show we're I just to, we're just ripping here i wish him the best i i think it's a positive thing but i think it is weird you know. when someone is like we know you as this one thing for a very long time and then all of a sudden boom you're this other thing and he went yeah. from being like a somewhat actor who's married to a famous lady who like who cares to being the number one podcaster and shit like that. It was very, very surreal. Man, you 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 get the right podcast. You rock it to the top of the world. You That's know, true. Then all of a sudden you're an expert on COVID. And you're kind of like helping everybody die um, and, and take horse pills. I love that tweet. I, lo- I, I That sounds really stupid, but I have a tweet that I've always that always makes me laugh that I tweeted where I go. Wait a minute. Joe Rogan has a podcast. That guy from news radio. Yeah, it's just that's the same idea. It's two very different things, you know? Also, we, Joe Rogan is the worst part about doing podcasts because inevitably, mm-hmm. if somebody uh, outside of your sphere mm-hmm. finds out you do podcasts, they'll be like, well, I listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah, you're right. It's terrible. Uh, you know? That's what I hate about comedy altogether is when you're like you go somewhere where it's like you like everyone. Everyone's nice. And then they tell you who their favorite comedians are. And you're like, oh, those are the worst people on Earth. Oh, well, those it, are the it, worst human beings I've ever met. Most people have never seen stand up comedy. And, yeah. uh, you know, everybody's favorite comedians are. Uh, well, I know? did. I did that a few years ago where I I did for for uh, Joe Firestone and uh, Steve D.C. and a science fair. Oh, lo- love her tires. She's got a great show too. Uh, Euthanasia or something like that. Uh huh. It's on Adult Swim. She's we on it. are, we are. Euthanasia. Um, That's a killer song. We are, we are. <laughs> Welcome to down where the kids don't play. Yeah. A boob. Um, Here comes the boob. Ready? I can't even do it. That one. Uh, try, what, try Randy okay, Newman singing. I, mean, I got It's you just know, like Meatwad. I gotta say. Uh, now a couple times to get in the voice. Boom! Here comes the boom. Radio night. Here comes the voice from the south. Okay, so what's fun? Which song is better, Pod Boom or Saliva Click Click Boom? Ooh, good thinking. Um. I'm gonna say POD for whatever reason. I feel like POD is better artist than oh, hundred percent they are. Uh, hey, I, you know why POD is better than because uh, God's carrying them footprints in the sand. <laughs> exactly, they sing praise to God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that is transcendent when when your music, uh, you know, yeah, evokes the mysteries of the universe. Oh my God! Did you see Carson Wentz the other day in an interview? They asked him what more he like Carson wins. The guy's always hurt. Uh, more like Carson wins. That guy's undefeated. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, he was giving an interview and they asked him what he listens to to get hyped up before games. And he said worship music. And the guy's like, really? And he's like, oh, yeah, I listen to it. And he's like, like what? And then he lists like 12 songs. He's like Whoa. the mountaintop rising up. Uh, uh, looking in the eyes of my heart, Lord. He just starts naming all these worship songs. Like, that's why that guy sucks shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I uh, mean, at least at least Derek Carr listens to Christian metal to get hyped up. Yeah. You oh, know? that. Yeah. Is that true? 
Oh, it is. He's listening he, to Zao, yeah. Zao and shit. Uh, some other shit. I can't remember their name, but they're they're kind of heavy. I guess they're yeah. pretty lame, but they're also heavy. You know. I don't but, hate uh, Derek Carr. I know I should because he's a Raiders QB. Find him interesting. He's like Dak Shepard. He just hung around and then got to yeah. got some. Like, say what you want. And about I think, yeah, I think people try and paint Derek Carr as like uh, at least on Twitter. There's all these like just because he's Christian and from like Bakersfield yeah. and uh, stuff that he's like conservative, but like he, he seems like a pretty legit dude. You know, he, I he's honestly always doing charities. He's always giving back and shit. And, uh, I didn't know either of those things. I didn't first off, didn't know he's from Bakersfield. I've been there. Uh, we're getting the street, the Bakersfield. Um, and uh, I also didn't know that he was a big Christian guy. I'm not. Uh, oh yeah, dude. He fucking, hmm. he's got that fucking Jesus tattoo thing on his wrist and stuff. I get religious people. I get super football players and athletes being religious uh-huh. because it's like, oh, you got a winning lottery ticket. There's got to be a God. Well, you know? not only that, they all come from the SEC. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy. For, to a degree. Did but... I talk about this on the show about how my theory on the Colts, about how the Colts just keep having ankle injuries and stuff and how I don't think they actually have a team doctor. I think they have like a Christian uh-huh. scientist who's like praying over all their injuries and that's well, why they're not getting better. Well, you know how Christians like Colts. I don't get it. Colts, you know. Colts. Religious cults. Oh, the Indianapolis there. Colts. That's funny. Yeah, Carson Wentz. He's a religious cult all by himself. Um, I was fun... listening. Shut yeah. up for a second. Uh, I had a show with Davenport. Shit, uh-huh. I didn't know you got booked like that. <laughs> that that that's uh, I did. Oh yeah, man. Uh, it was on a chair. You know, Davenport used to be a part of the Ottoman Empire. It's not anymore. <laughs> but uh, God damn, buddy. Why? What happened? You moved to Des Moines. Get funny again. I know. I know. It's crazy. That's insane. But, That's a good joke. Uh-huh. Did you tweet that yet? I think I did a few years ago. I'm fine. But retweeting it. Hell yeah. But uh, anyways, I'm driving back from Davenport and uh, it was a Wednesday night show. So, you know, I'm trying to get it all in uh, and I'm a tired guy, yeah. you know, trying to stay active on the highway so rolling the windows down and uh going through the radio dial mm-hmm. and it's always fun when you do that and then you come across a uh christian rock station yeah, and yeah. you're just like wow people like people will listen to this unironically and Ooh, yeah. everybody have you ever noticed anybody that listens to like christian rock is like they're uh in they always- slow boat they're like slow motion tag team. Uh, whoop, there it is. Music videos. A lot of know? times, though, if you want it now, because I was in a Christian band, so I, I have a little insight on this. It's not that they're waving. Reem was putting his hands up almost like you're slowly waving them. It's not that it's putting your hands up straight, almost like a field goal situation. Oh. And you're 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 like letting the Lord take your spirit. You're, you're becoming a rod for God. God mm-hmm. rod. God rod. Yeah. yeah. I'm a- I got a God rod. I got a God rod. Um, what's funny is that I earlier when I was talking about that show with the that girl and stuff, another show that I've been watching on on YouTube was a series from 1988. It had 33 episodes it's called Day by Day. And a married couple gives up their high powered careers to run a daycare center in their home. And it stars uh, Christopher Daniel Barnes, who played. Uh, one of the characters on Brady Bunch. I don't remember which one, but one of, in the Brady Bunch movie, not not the TV show, but in the Brady Bunch movie, he was one of the sons. 
I'm really curious how those movies hold up. I think probably pretty good. I think the, I mean, they were stolen that I don't like, but I think they were done pretty well. Yeah. Um, but Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in this show. And so is Courtney Thorne Smith and Thora Birch. And uh-huh. it's just like a it's a really it's one of those things where like it looks just like family Guy, or I mean, just like Full House. I've but I she's... laugh at every fucking joke because it's yeah. so silly because I've never heard it before. She's aged phenomenally. She looks just like she did uh, when she was in Seinfeld. Julia? You know? Yeah. 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 She's had a lot of great work done. I guess that's why uh, now we have to call her Julia Louise dry face because of the Botox. So people got no reason to fucking go outside in the morning. You gotta tread me. Oh boy. I see that full circle shit. Well, keeping with full circle stuff, here's a trending thing. Uh, Seinfeld's Uh all on Netflix now. We were talking about Julia Louis Drives in the first act. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna start Seinfeld from the very beginning. Oh, nice! Hell yeah! Yeah, I've never seen it like that. I've probably seen every episode or almost. Speaking every of episode. full circle shits, uh, I ate <laughs> a bunch of rubber bands. Oh, gross! I hate where that went. Um, yeah, but I think I'm gonna watch. Uh, I think Stacy, if I can get Stacy into it, if not, I'll watch it all by myself. But I think I'm gonna uh-huh. start watching it from the beginning and look, see, make. Do what I've done with so many yeah, other yeah. shows well, where I'm like, I know every episode now. I haven't seen it. You know, just be nice to know what's the deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've heard it's about nothing. That's what they say. Um, oh, no, it's a show about nothing. Oh, well, not that one episode. <laughs> you remember uh, the show Dream On? I read a tweet that this is a, ri- a written bit bet- from the two of us, but uh, okay. Seinfeld. Do I'm you? right now. Seinfeld was the show about nothing but the what was that episode where they all don't jack off Seinfeld oh, I don't know. episode masturbation no not November the contest but the episode the contest is all about nothing nothing fuck no not November because I need pecan pie at Thanksgiving you know that's oh, sure. the that's the dessert nut right there Actually, I think uh, a good nut is his own dessert, huh? Do you think nutting can be spelled N-U-T-T-I-N-G? Hey, nutting? Remember the, yeah. Remember those commercials for the cereal, nutting honey? Oh, yeah. You know? Nutting honey, that's fucked. You're like, what are you doing? Uh, nutting honey. Oh, my God. That's sickening compared to what we do now. The way we use that word now. Yeah, dude. That would be funny to do like a commercial like that and make it look all wavy and old school. But it's uh-huh. like... Uh, Hey, what are you eating there, honey? Nothing, honey. And he's got fucking goop and cum all over his face. Yeah. Kids just like the way Apple Jacks taste. Yeah. Seinfeld was the show about nothing. But the episode, the content was the show about nothing. So what, we got any new trailers? We got any new announcements? Um, uh, what if slaps? Still what if enjoying that? Yeah. Season, season finale is done. Ted Lasso season finale ended. Did you oh, yeah, see yeah. Ted that- Lasso? I don't know why that show's called Ted Lasso. It hasn't roped me in yet. Uh, Ted Lasso. Did you see that guy? It was in town. Ooh, Brett Christopher Schlesing. No, Roy Kent, who plays uh, Brett, uh, Brett Goldstein, who plays Roy Kent on Ted Lasso. He was in Brooklyn two nights ago. He did Wacky Shack. He did uh, Carmen's show. Comedians, you should know. He did like 
a bunch of st- sets. I knew he was a stand-up, but I didn't know he was in town. Uh, but yeah, so like he just popped up. I didn't go out on Wednesday night, but he just popped up at all these shows and did sets. And I think that's awesome. Nice. He just won an Emmy and he's at all these shows just hanging out being cool. Um, I thought that was awesome. Oh, also, I missed him. I did. We didn't get to hang out because he was only in town for a day or two. But Andrew Lopez was in town. He opened for Joe Coy at uh, Radio City Music Hall. Oh, nice. And shout out to Andrew. Just uh, got a movie he's writing for Amazon. Also, uh, he I don't know if you know this, but Andrew is uh, opening uh, all the doors at every target <laughs> in the country because he's on their little poster saying yeah. now hiring. He's uh, yeah, it's fucking awesome that I heard just, that they should just start putting up now not hiring signs because everybody's hiring. Yeah. Oh, I hate when you talk to people and they're like, uh, gosh, we can't, you know, it's hard to hire right now. And you're yeah. like, is this going to turn into a bad conversation? Yeah, I, I hate when people like, yeah, they're like, oh, it's hard to hire right now. And then on the other hand, I got my friend Scott Stapp and he's like, can you get me hired? Yeah, that's right. He they're like, it. yeah, I'll put, I'll put in a word for you. According to the intention, the verdict is in. You know, technically. No people on the docket today with my own brain. It's kind of like Bob Dylan yeah, now. It is, yeah. You gotta play. I was trying to do my own prison. Remember that? Well, one? I just heard the news today. Who's that? Is that Dylan? It seems my life is going to change. Well, I it's just both. Heard. Oh, yeah, it's we could both. we could make this work. Well, I just heard. The news today seems my life is going to change. That's pretty good. We're good at this. Yeah. Let's the new show. Let's do a new podcast where we just fucking <laughs> do shit like that. Yeah, yeah. That we read. Uh, we we solemnly read Kid Rock lyrics like yeah, they're. And we uh, cover. We get other bands. poetry. You know, I just love fucking uh, lighting a candle. Yep. Take taking a bath mm-hmm. and listen to my spoken word Kid Rock. <laughs> Yeah, my podcast where the those two guys do spoken word oh. kid rock on Zoom. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Black chick, gonna... white guy. Does it mean <laughs> shit? Maybe. <laughs> Don't uh-huh. do not listen to that song if you unless you want to hear Kid Rock say the N-word a number of times. <laughs> kid Rock makes me want to get high every time I mow the lawn. It's been that way since 1999. That's fun. I listen I to am, Kid Rock on my that disc man that I made my phone case. I'll tell you I was that. Say, uh, I am in it to win it. Like, like Iserman. Iserman could drink, drink about, about 15, 15 Heineken. I'm not born again. But if I but was, if I was, I would ask to come back with a little more love. Do you think that would be a sustainable? Pop a Winston, drink it a four zero. Kid shut Rock, up, shut, up, shut the fuck up. Shut up. I think I got an idea. Do you think this uh, well, would yeah, be a ahead, sustainable? Me, I'm just sitting here. Shut up. Wasting time. Shut up. Just shut up. Do you think this would be a sustainable live show? Kid Rock sucks, right? Yeah. Other people that did this, like when, like I saw, I know like Greg Fitzsimmons did this with Bill Cosby stuff. Kid Rock sucks. So instead, me and you go on stage and we do Kid Rock's music as that, but we take turns. Yeah. The so Kid Rock like, monologues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have every lyric Me too. to Devil Without a Cause yeah. sitting in my fucking brain. And I got to do something with it. You know, I spent a couple of months in this smoky room. Drinking boons, writing tunes, eating shrooms, hoping to get one of these motherfucking songs a hit. 
it kind of is like it becomes spoken word so easy. I somebody get Shatner on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Phone. That that did slip into Shatner a little bit. He's going to space, man. He's busy. You yeah. see that? Bill Shatner's going to space. He's like 90 years old. Good for him. Yeah. God bless him. Uh, let's see what else we got. Maybe uh, he'll find God. Ted Lasso season two ended a uh, very good season, I'd say. Uh, you don't watch that, right? You've made the joke about last soda and you haven't started it yet, right? Uh-uh, no, it's on uh-uh. Apple. I yeah. you have to have that app. It's a very weird thing. Um, Some but, of these shows just take too many steps to watch. There's another show called The Morning Show that's on there that we watch. Oh, that about is dead people. No, <laughs> pretty good. Uh, it's it's got, hard working in the service industry. I tell you, you know. Fucking funerals every day. I get it. The service industry. Okay, that's good. Um, uh, <laughs> it'd be so funny to be here. Uh, okay, so when I ask you this question, say I'm a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps. Okay. Okay. All right. Hey, all man, right. hey man, what do you do? Oh, I'm a staff sergeant in the Marine Corps. Ah, uh, the service industry, huh? <laughs> that's pretty fun. Uh, the uh, we've been watching this show, The Morning Show, which is uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston and uh, uh, what's oh, yeah, Reese Witherspoon. Reese Witherspoon. And it's we watched the that's first season, some, that's some fucking yeah. star power. Mark Duplass, it's got a great cast. The actually, you watch Loki, correct? Yeah, I watch it, Loki. You know the woman on Loki who plays like the she's like the judge, and then they find out she's a teacher and stuff. Oh you know? yeah, she Judge Judy Executioner. Whatever her name is, she is a main character in the first season of the Morning Show, which I think is fun. But the thing that so we watched that, and then Kathy and uh, Nasser roasted us really hard because we went to dinner with them and we were talking about how we we're watching that show, and they're like, "Oh, we haven't really seen it." And then Kathy's mom goes, "They said it was Boomer TV." <laughs> <laughs> and Stacey and I had just finished the first season. Like, fuck you. Uh, well, you know, but it is still, it's very like Aaron Sorkin ish, whatever, but it's interesting. But the second season, brother, just started. It's like four episodes in, and it's taking place in January, February, March 2020. So it's just a slow crawl during the po- the pandemic. And it's like, oh, you mean the pandemic? Well, it's like literally like the it's like the showrunners were like, hey, you know right. what? I bet everybody's really nostalgic to see the worst three months our country has had in a hundred years. No, dude, the, man. No, huh? The very first couple months of the pandemic fucking ruled, dude. And I won't hear it any other way. It was just like, hey, everybody, we're just going to come together. You could be a hero. Stay home on your couch. You don't have to do anything. You're, Listen, you're, we're just going to stay home for a month. Listen, you're not wrong in the curve. You're not wrong. Aspects of it rocked. I loved when I no longer felt compelled to do stand up because everybody stopped doing stand up. And I was like, I can breathe. I did not love walking my dog past freezer trucks full of dead bodies every day. Oh, yeah. Well, at least they were in freezer trucks. Yeah, right. Otherwise, he's going to find a bone. You know him. You know, Murphy. Okay. Uh, Now, now that sucked. Yes. But. The pre crazy period of oh, it. it rocked, you know, I like it when I even screening- you could like, yeah, pretty much pretty much when it started the 11th of March until I uh, uh, about the beginning of summer, like right when the police started murdering people again, when it got well, warm out and they're like, to be fair, to kill people. I don't think they ever stopped. You're right. You're right. 
But, you know, like once they are all these fucking cops, yeah. they get all warm and stuff, you know, and they they're in their house and they don't want to. Um, but like once until the summer, like it was a kind of like two or three months of like real excitement. Um, yeah. But anyways, this show just I think the second season of Morning Show sucks because of that. Uh, let's see what else do we got going on. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, have you seen? Well, we're going to have the DMZ. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're on DMZ. I yet. am always way behind whatever the show that everybody talks about nonstop. Yeah. I get around to it much later and then I scream into a void like, hey, man, wasn't Stranger Things season two crazy? Yeah. I don't trust Netflix shows. We I talked about this when Stacy was on. I think this is like a purchased Netflix. Oh, oh, well, in that case, then maybe I will be more inclined to like it. But I had two people from work who I know, but I don't like talk to a lot. Both messaged me me like sounds like people from work. Yeah, they're like, are you watching Squid Game? And I'm like, I'm not. And they're like, oh, you got to watch it. It's going to be really good. And I think it's because it's a weird show and they feel safer messaging me as opposed to the whole group, you know, Um, Uh like the whole office. But uh, I haven't jumped in yet, but I'm interested in it. And I love seeing people. Albert's been tweeting about it. You know, I love seeing people Mm -hmm. talk about it. Um, Let's see. What else do we got going on? Um, Well, is it true that uh, all the other squids used to laugh and call them? names they never let poor patrick play in any squid games there's something i don't know there. that's there I, I, fucking god damn it i know it makes sense here's I mean, my well, favorite squid game level three of super mario world oh my god and he's he's fast forwarding and he's like there's no way they're an hour into this and then at that <laughs> point he hits just right there and he's like no um Maya Rudolph and Natasha Leone are producing a TV adaptation of Extraordinary. I don't know what the fuck that is. By the way, we're getting this from the DMZ. First look at Netflix, first gay Christmas film, single all the way. Did you see that Billy Eichner is doing an all gay? He's making an all gay rom-com where uh-uh. every actor in the movie is going to be a gay actor, no matter what character they're playing, which I think is not. I think it's a good idea. It's it's fun, but it's also like making the point of like how for how many years were we were having straight actors play gay and stuff like that. So like, even like if, if there's like a dad, who's a, uh-huh. a straight dad, he's going to be played by a gay character and the mom will be played by a, a gay character. Um, so I think that's fun. Uh, this was, I thought interesting news. Uh, apparently they're talking about doing a WandaVision spinoff. Uh, oh yeah. Catherine Hahn. They're, they're, they're fucking doing it. Yeah. That sounds awesome. And cause WandaVision was also- only that one season. Whereas like uh-huh. Squid or uh, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was gonna was decided to have more than one season, mm-hmm. so that would be awesome. Her character was great; she was great in it. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. She's gonna take it by storm. Uh, also, uh, just recently, I I think me and the wife watched this scene like every month or so. Is the uh, Catherine Hahn and Adam Scott driving their kids? Oh yeah, and step bros. Uh, doing oh. the fucking uh, uh, fucking acoustic, not acoustic. Yeah, acapella, fucking uh, sweet child of mine. That Just is very kills good. And me he's getting every so fucking mad. time. Yeah, and then he swerves into traffic mm-hmm. too at the end. To There's the end the bit. It's just the. There's a movie uh, called. Um, now I might be misremembering. It's either the it's either oh. RV or it's. Uh, is there a. Uh, Mr. Remembering? I think it's oh, it's We Are the Millers. So oh, we yeah. we're the Millers is a movie that she has a that she's in, 
and it's starring. Oh, we've mentioned all these people, Jennifer Aniston and Jason uh-huh. Sudeikis. Uh-huh. But um, she's in it and she her. I think that's and, when Jennifer Aniston does like a strip tease to lull over the. Oh, maybe. Uh, unless she's in vacation. I can't and, remember. No, she's not in vacation. So it's probably that. But um, her and Nick Offerman play a married couple. And there's a really great scene where she's discussing them having sex. And she goes on and on and on about how she's cut. Now, I, I may be misremembering. No, no, she go on and on or Han and Han. Han and Han about how she either has a very small pussy or a much too large pussy. And yeah. it's, she's talking about a very straight face. And it is so funny. I uh, look it up on YouTube. It's very, very good. So she's fantastic. Um, uh, so now speaking of uh, Marvel movies, have you seen Venom 2 yet? Uh, no. Uh-uh. Did you ever watch Venom 1? I fell asleep halfway through. I know a lot of people like it. And the new one sounds pretty dumb and batshit. Uh, and it sounds like like Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson are just having fun playing fucking yeah. batshit shit. I decided so, I like it. I like him. I, 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 I want to knock out venom and maybe go to the theater but yeah uh, a I lot almost, of movies coming out right now it's a weird october it is halloween I om- kills dune yeah i almost went to the theater to see venom too and then i was getting really too busy at work so i was just like i'm just gonna watch the end to find out what happens um yeah because you weren't too in venom misted so i'm not gonna say anything but i will let you know it sounds like if you watch the movie there is a crossover with the mcu finally so very exciting shit nice. um I'm really pumped for all this upcoming Marvel stuff. How can you not be? I know. But we're like, fu- we're also with all the time. And it's, yeah. Yeah. All the time between the last couple and stuff. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, we, this was a big deal. We talked about this. Uh, they're doing a spinoff of that 70s show called that 90s, 90s show starring Kurtwood Smith and Deborah Jill Rupp. Heck Yeah. That's the parents. Now, what bummed me out was not bummed me out, but scared me was when I saw this image. Oh, and you weren't sure if they're going to have Hyde in it? No, I immediately was like, oh, fuck, did one of them die? Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, why would the Internet be randomly talking about them two today? Yeah. And it's Um, like their granddaughter, right? Yeah. I just want Kurtwood Smith to walk into the basement room where they're all hanging out and Mm -hmm. just say, bitches, leave. (laughs) That'd be fun. Um, I don't know when it was. God damn it. There was a day. Kurtwood's a good name. Kurt's a great name. Kurt all Wood? of them. They all got good names in all fairness. Kurtwood, Topher, Deborah Joe. Those are all oh, yeah. good names. Ashton. Um, Ashton's not a bad name. We give we make fun of it, but it's not a bad name. What's the Miller? Uh, Wilmer. Mila? That's a good name. Yeah. Wilmer. Right. That's his name. Right. Yeah, Wilmer. Uh, and then what's Wilmer? Who's the redhead? Vildorama. What's her name? Laura. Laura. Eh, classic, but whatever. I don't care about yeah. Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I now don't wait. You... Yeah. Is that lady dead? Which one? Or not? The sister. The mom. I know the sister's dead. The mom's alive. Deborah Joe the mom... No, no, no. The, the next door neighbor mom that used to be in like oh. uh, Playboy and stuff. I cannot remember the news. She was like dead and then not dead. And then I don't know if after that she was dead again or alive again. Let me look. Midge. Yeah, Midge. She has passed away. She passed away this year. I did not know oh, that. You didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, but she wasn't dead for like a day. And then she uh, was. Well, so so what happens? Remember that happened with Ta, uh, 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 Tom Petty as well. And Jesus. 
because sometimes what will happen is it'll leak, but the whole family hasn't been notified. And so, yeah, then they they're like, no, he's not dead because they they were really dragging his heart around. Yeah, she is. Oof, she was hot as shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, She's in a horror movie. Yeah. Not wearing much. She's Uh, in a a view to kill the James Bond movie. She's a Bond girl. She's the Bond girl. Dang. I'm a Bond boy. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Tanya Roberts played Midge on uh, that 70s show. Um, Yeah, that 90s show. And of course, I I don't know. I just hate how people are always so negative. Anytime anything gets announced, like stop being an asshole. People are getting work, you know, and also it's It's a show you can just not even watch, you know, it's also I think um, and maybe this is my exact age. I think it's a good reboot or whatever uh, uh, spinoff yeah. because and also what I really hope is it is just them two and that like everyone else makes like cameos. Maybe oh, not I hope Danny Tommy Masters. Chong shows up. It'll but just yeah. be like all the people from season six of that 70s show. Fucking uh, <laughs> Luke, Seth, or, uh, Luke Seth Wilson, Myers brother, Seth Myers's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I really think it could be done really well if they want to. Um, I think there's a really interesting story about them being older in the 90s in there. Yeah. Um, and everybody's hope- aged enough, too, that you can bring back anybody you want. Danny Masterson better not be a part of it. Well, I, they fired not. him from his other show, so he better be the other Ashton Kutcher show. The Ranch. Yeah. Um, the uh, I hope fucking uh, Sam Darn, not Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out where I we hope were going. Sam Elliott just fucking kick the shit out of him. I just love how Sam Elliott's like uh, used for all those conservative. It's like his character from Parks and Rec is really I, him. And uh, every conservatives are really uh, uh, Nick Offerman. I tweeted the other day. Nick Offerman's not conservative, by the way. Um, well, I, don't I, meant what, I don't know character. what you I couldn't said. Think of Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. You're right. Um, but he's uh, a classic conservative, you know, yeah. not one of the new racist one ron swanson is yeah but we need to be stressed that nick offerman is like a almost a socialist he's really good yeah um maybe he is a socialist but anyways i tweeted a thing the other day that was uh he made I so much money he could call himself nick coffers man oh that's how he got covid i i tweeted the other day i work in an office with a bunch of 21 and 22 year olds right out of college and sometimes someone will say something like my favorite movie as a kid was horrible bosses too and it'll make me want to walk into the ocean and I bring that up because a very similar thing You're their was boss. somebody at work oh. one day, we were talking about cancel culture and we were talking about like monsters in show business. And one of our, one of my coworkers was like, when that 70s show, when that broke and I was like, whoa, what happened on that 70s show? And she's like, hide. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I remember that. And she's yeah. like, that crushed me. He was my favorite. And I'm like, oh, cause you grew up on only reruns. <laughs> And you know the show in and out the way that like I knew Saved by the Bell in and out, even though it wasn't live anymore, you know, new episodes anymore. Uh huh. And I thought that was really interesting. Um, and sad. Remember I mean, how fo- how force fed they were about how much the cast enjoyed each other. Yeah, yeah. Do you, have you heard that? Okay, maybe we've talked about this, but you know that. Okay, so remember how Poopo had that I bombed Facebook group. Yeah. Did you know that the creator of that '70s show? was in that group and commented all the time and was like really nice. Oh, uh-uh. yeah. He was in there a lot. Like you, if you wrote a story, he'd be right away to be like, Oh God, that sucks. I, I, it, not in a one up way, but in a nice way. Also, he had a like, um, very public 
feud with uh, Judd Apatow back then because of uh, Freaks and Geeks and that 70s show had like some casting issues. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. interesting, too. Um, anyways, uh, so I, I think that show could potentially be fun. I also think it's very possible I'll never watch it because I just missed. Oh, stuff. yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. Well, I think I, that a couple of years ago, I saw two years ago, maybe 2019. I bet you the summer of 2019. I saw Luke Wilson on the subway and I, I, I took a photo of him. He was running lines. He seemed very nice and sweet. And then, uh, two hours later, I saw Topher Grace in Times Square. And at the time I was like, are they doing some weird, that 70s show reunion? <laughs> Cause Luke oh, yeah. Wilson played Ashton, played Kelso's brother. Uh, and then nothing. I mean, obviously, but now I'm wondering, like, you think that was it? Do you think they had a big meeting and they're like, OK, we'll do the show again? Well, I can remember a meeting I had once and then I walked into the room. I was like living my life in a slow hell, different girl every night at the hotel. I ain't seen the sunshine in three damn days. Been fueling up on cocaine and whiskey. I wish I had a good girl to miss me. Lord. I wonder if I'll ever change my ways. You know, my grandma, Ellen, who sadly passed away a few years ago. I love her. She's great. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. She loved Kid Rock because she only heard picture and only God knows why. And so, like, I remember having lunch with her my maybe my freshman year of college before she moved out of her house, you know, like when she still lived in her house that she uh -huh. lived in for 40 years. And I just went over to have, like, lunch with her or something. And we were talking and she had, like, a Kid Rock CD on the counter. And I was like, what the fuck? And then she's like, yeah, I meant to get a kid's bop CD <laughs> and I just got the fuckers mixed up. She's like, I really like this, but I only listened to like two songs. I only listened to two tracks. She said, fuck him yep. for helping Uncle Cracker get a fucking contract. Yeah. The Nostalgic Front podcast is brought to you by Kazi, Jennifer L, Matt, John, Grammar Hole, Edward S., Joan, Emmett, Christina A, Hank Finch, Mike Hawes, Brian, Sofing, Adam S, Shank, and listeners like you. All right, buddy, it's time. Mm -hmm. Can Halloween candy uh, month continues. Hell yeah, and you know you got to know how to pony. Like Boney Maroney. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. You know, what a great soundtrack. On you got a mashed potato. Got to do the alligator. <laughs> Put your hands on your hips mm -hmm. and let your backbone slip. Uh, do the Watusi. I looked it up and they, it's really funny because uh, so a big movie song. So this movie's got a great soundtrack. We're talking about the great outdoors I love, today. Yeah. I, I By the way, that song, I love it. Big fan of protest music. And for that reason, I will always love Wilson Pickett. Oh, yeah, sure. That's pretty good. That's, uh, here's my favorite picket line. Na, 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 na. That's my favorite song to listen wah, to wah, at, wah. at Worlds of Fun. That, here, let me try it again. That's my favorite song to listen to at uh, Adventureland. You know why? Because <laughs> it's by the coasters. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that song's by Wilson Pickett. I uh, know it's by the coasters. Land of a Thousand Dances. I'm oh, I'm th sorry. I'm thinking of Yakety Yak. Don't talk back. Oh, oh sorry. yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. We're mixing up the two songs from this movie that rock. Uh, Yakety Yak is funny because I looked it up and I think they came out the same year. 
I but remember twins. Yes, yeah, they both came uh, out in 1988, and yeah, there's the and they part introduced where... an entire generation to Yakety Yak, and yeah. then uh, fucking Tiny Toons carried on that momentum. Yakety Yak, no duck back. Yeah. Is Yakety Yak and Yakety Sax different? Yes. What happened there? Why are they so similar? I don't know. That's annoying. But every uh, time I hear that song, I have to sing it like, but they got the papers and the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to get a mix, like a super cut mm-hmm. of Arnold Schwarzenegger. His version. In the, in the car. Yeah. With John Candy. John Candy and his family. So today we're talking about the great outdoors. Uh, uh-huh. Continuing John Candy month. Uh, That's right. Now, I I will say, and I think I've said it before, this is in my top 10 out favorite movies of all time. For real. Um, oh, I love this movie. I, uh, as a kid, the way I wasn't with planes, trains, and automobiles, uh, I was with this where I would watch, we would watch this movie all the time. Now I must say, this is probably something you, I could throw at the end, but who gives a fuck? I'm going to say it up top. I don't think it aged that well, uh, but I do understand why it's great. You know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. To where like, there are some good solid bits, but there's, a, you could tell this, there's a lot of like, uh, like filler ish stuff, you know, where it's huh. just like, uh, now he's going to get po- pulled on a, on a jet ski. I feel like I, I, it reminds me, I, I, I hear you. I disagree, yeah. but also I'm so stuck with nostalgia in it that maybe I just can't. Oh, the, tree the, for nostal- the, yeah. the nostalgia is so thick in this to movie. me, this and movie- not only that as a watching this movie as like an eight year old, mm-hmm. there is at least like, six unforgettable bits that just yeah. stick with you forever and i'm pretty sure as soon as that bear got shot in the fucking butt yeah i can remember that being one of the best goddamn laughs i've had in my fucking life so this movie will always yeah like have a have a special place because of that uh the uh i see i what i love about this movie is it does feel very much like a it's a, it feels like a sketch movie like oh, it is so well done and it, it's yeah. like instead of a road movie, you just like, ah, we got we're in the great outdoors. Like yep. the tone is a little weird because like they have all of these little like sketches and segments. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it feels like they're just like, hey, uh, John Candy and John Hughes, let's go have a fucking 20 million dollar vacation and yeah. we'll go hang out here. And it, was, it seems like that, like you, you could rearrange this movie however the fuck you want for the most yeah. part. But so, it, it's also a little weird tonally because it doesn't seem like they're having a bad time together, the two mm-hmm. families. And then all of a sudden they just have the scene at the end where they are at the fireplace and they get in the fight, like the big see, fight I, I almost comes out of nowhere. I 100% disagree. I think the passive aggressive Midwest attitude of between, I think the tension between uh chet and uh what's his name what's it roman i think is there the whole time and i think it almost kind of feels like a like a especially after this is maybe i'm taking a huge leap here but i watched the shining this year for the first time oh it almost feels like the tension of the shining where the whole time because we know that roman's full of shit and so the whole time you're and 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 chet assumes he's a full of shit but like the way that all plays out and the way he's Roman is constantly talking down. And maybe that's because I grew up really poor and I Bloody saw how Roman. people would talk to us and stuff. But like it the whole time I was I was on board with the blow up. And then all this stuff that goes wrong, like they go on the speedboat and, and he wants and to go I'm on not... those paddle boats. And then he has to get 
his ass drug around a lake and stuff. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Also, fucking. I am totally on team pontoon. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Pontoons beat ass. Yeah. The way fucking Chet's selling the pontoon is like, yeah, we just drive around, you know, we swim, we take in the lake and then he wants to get and then Roman wants to get a fucking speedboat. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Fucking Roman. And he's it's that whole thing. Like me and you both know a lot of that. It's that yeah. fake Midwest rich where like you think they're rich and then you're like, wait a minute. No, you just are in debt and bad with money. They, you know, they they do really nail some authentic like family vacation feels here, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. The the scene when he's first telling the uh, story of the bear, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I it's it's fucking great. John Candy is great always. Yeah. And uh, just him telling the story. It and feels, it, it's so authentic. Like the open the beginning of the, the, the scene opens with the Monopoly shot with people sitting yeah. around playing Monopoly and then they go to the wide shot. You know, you have the older brother fucking PCU dude mm-hmm. popping popcorn. Yeah. I had to look it up because I was like, where the fuck Where's he from? Yeah, is he from he's in other stuff. He oh, really yeah. pulls off like casual, cool dude, bro. Yeah. And uh, therefore, he's a PCU guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, his yeah. name is uh, Chris Young is his actor's name. Well, you know what they say. Chris Young, Chris Dumb, Chris Full of Cum. That's right. Uh, the So uh, I think I think. Oh, so here's some shit I know about this movie that I think is interesting. Um, OK, I got a couple questions. First off. Yes, did, it's awkward the way they uh, introduce the uh, love interest. Did we do? Oh, yeah. A little, a little <laughs> me too ish. But also. I do not think I was more like, okay, did we do a fun size about this? Mm, the great outdoors? Yeah. No. Did we do a John Candy fun size? Uh-uh. I don't like fun size candy. I think, <laughs> very good. I think that maybe then during the pandemic at some point, I watched this and we just talked about it a lot because I know for a fact I have talked on this podcast about how much I was in love with that girl who played Cammie. Lucy mm-hmm. Deakins is the actress in this movie. And even when I was rewatching it, I was like, that is the perfect girl. That is what I hoped for every summer when we went down to the Ozarks and kind of got one year. I got the cute girl. We played pool the whole summer. We went swimming every day and then we never talked yeah. again after the summer. Um, it's such a weird like the inclusion of that love story. I mean, mm-hmm. I know it's necessary for the movie just to give it something else as opposed to break up the mm-hmm. comedy sketches or whatever. But it's also just so funny how they just keep jumping back and forth and it has its own score that plays every time. It's I think just it's like, so oh. it feels this movie. We, you just mentioned it with the, the, the bear story scene and stuff. This movie 100% felt like when we would go to the Ozarks or when we would go on vacation up to Minnesota or something. Yeah. It, or like my cousins and I would go get a cabin somewhere or something. It feels so real. It and feels so re- yeah. I as a having old having cousins that are a little more uh, thinking they got money. That interaction was very real and stuff like that. Like uh, uh, I really enjoyed it. Also, it's weird. Plus, oh, when you're out in the woods like that, it it level like when you're on a big family vacation like that, it just levels the playing field. Totally. You know yeah. what I mean? It, uh, there there are no rich cousins. We would do this all the time, but we would go. We never we wouldn't always rent cabins. We only did that once, but we would always just go tent camping or somebody would bring a camper and then, you know, some uh-huh. people would be in a camp and we'd be fishing all night and hanging out all day. 
And it was that. And so the thing, the whole storyline of the fish all night, hang all day. The storyline with the brother, I think, is awesome because it is Uh like a B story that I love the storyline with the little brother. Uh, Yeah, he's really good. His his character arc to be able to uh, talk about blowing shit out of asses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Uh, Also, I recognize the mom uh, is also the mom in Hocus Pocus. Oh, sure. She's yeah, yeah. She's Madonna. I like that they're horny and they're trying to bang the whole time and stuff. And oh, yeah, that's fun. Meant a lot for me as a fat kid seeing John Candy fucking horned up. Also, isn't it weird how all of a sudden like the I think they had to add in after and editing him unclasping the bra because she's wearing like a nightgown type thing. And all of a sudden we got bra. Yeah, you were, you were horny at that part, weren't you? You're really paying attention. Well, yeah, yeah. He, John Candy uh, put him in a dish because he's hard candy. That's right. Uh, one thing that's funny about this movie, too, is so it was uh, the stunt the, work. It was the third movie between John Hughes and this guy, Howard Deutsch. Deutsch yeah. And they did Pretty in Pink together, some kind of wonderful. And then this and John Hughes was going to direct this, but he ended up choosing to direct Plane, Trains, and Automobiles instead because he wanted to work with Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. And this movie, Plane, Trains, and Automobiles, and some, uh, 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 not some kind of wonderful. Uncle Buck. What's that? Uncle Buck. No, what's the one that we talked about? She's having a baby. Oh, yeah. John Hughes was making They're all the same three. universe. Yeah, they were making all three of those at the same times. We talked about it last week on Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, how they're watch Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon's in it, but then the wife is watching, plane, uh, she's having a baby. Yeah. Also, in she's having a baby. Apparently, at the end of the movie, they go. Um, uh, they're trying to decide the na- what to name their baby. And I get, I haven't seen she's having a baby, but I guess the credits are like a ton of famous people from the late '80s, all suggesting names like Magic Johnson and stuff like that. And let's like, oh all yeah, these yeah, actors. I think I vaguely recall. And in that scene, it's John Candy suggesting names, and then right afterwards is Dan Aykroyd, and they're both in the obviously in the cabin from this movie suggesting names so it's like these movies really did all really play together really well um and it makes me want to watch i mean i loved planet planes trains and automobiles i love this movie my whole life makes me want to watch she's having a baby now see how it yeah. is um this is annette binning's first movie which is crazy to think of um she'd been in a like lot 30 she's been she'd been in a lot Total of like babe TV, I'd, but... I'd put her on the spin cycle <laughs> Fuck. yeah she i love her so much and uh i've always really liked Annette Bidding. She's married to what's his name? Warren Beatty, which is so weird. Oh, yeah. I guess she Warren was born. Fucking yeah. she loves Dick Tracy, man. Yeah, she does. She was born in 58. Warren Beatty was born in. Oh, I don't have his. Hold on. When was he born? He was born in 37. So he's 20. So I guess only 20. OK, I thought he would be like way older, but yeah. Ugh, Warren Beatty, what a weird guy. He said he fucked like a hundred women or a thousand. And then she married him. So, you know, you know the middle name is Peace. Warren Peace Beatty. That's fun. <laughs> uh, you know, his middle name is. Uh, hey, wasn't Patrick's uh, math teacher in middle school, Mr. Beatty? Yeah, Warren. Hey, wasn't Patrick's teacher in middle school, Mr. Beatty? Master Beatty. Um, oh, write it down. Uh, OK, so the movie's great. Um iconic uh scenes to me of course uh the the little boat ramp thingy where he you know he's doing the things he gets racked yeah. in the nards by the the thistles oh man i was uh, all about the raccoons 
Well, I think I see. That's why I feel like I've talked about. Hey, this we could just show. have a spinoff of the raccoons. And I wonder how much of this. Uh, I'm curious what year Camp Candy came out. Oh, yeah, let's look. I got it right here. Uh, I got the Internet. Camp Candy premiered after the uh, Save by the Bell fun size thing that we did. Remember? Oh, yeah, you're uh, right. They were saying where they where they went into the cartoon world, Screech mm-hmm. and Zach, and they saw all the new shows that were coming out on NBC that weekend. Yep. Camp Candy was one of them. I can remember watching that. Camp Candy first aired September 9th, 1989. And what year did The Great Outdoors come out? 1988. So there's definite there's definite like corporate synergy. They're like, hey, it was fun uh, that the, there was the kids really like you doing stuff in the wilderness. So now we'll have we'll give you a whole TV show. If you were an actor in the late 80s, early 90s, it was pretty easy for you to get an animated series. Sounds like especially if you were fat and blonde. Yeah. Life with Louie, uh, uh-huh. Rosie, the Rosie show and then uh, Camp Candy. And yeah. holy shit, I watched a couple episodes of uh He's not fat and blonde, but Rick Moranis's ghouls. Remember this? Oh, yeah. What was that called? Rick, uh, Rick Moranis animated series. Let me look it up. Oh, Gravedale High, also known as Rick Moranis in Gravedale High. Remember this? Wow. He played not- like a it's so good. He plays like the the per, the head teacher at a, uh, a school for like. Now, ghouls. I remember MC Hammer's cartoon, but I don't remember that one. Yeah, very good. Okay, one thing I also think is really interesting about this movie is how good John Candy is in it as pretty much the straight man, and as uh, a dad, and yeah, and as like a re- real actor, like giving he is so dadly scenes and heartfelt stuff, and then you compare that to him being so slapstick and silly in Plane, yeah. Trains, and Automobiles, being filmed back to back at the same time. Yeah, you know? yeah, he he's really funny muttering to himself about stuff when everything's oh, yeah. really annoying him because. He's a straight guy, but he also wants like this vacation and shit and all mm-hmm. these different things. Uh, good. I like his relationship with Buck. Yeah. There's a scene where they call each other Chester and Buckley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's kind of like a funny inside joke for the dad and the son. Yeah. There, it's it's got. I love it. So so just a loose premise. They uh, this family goes on vacation. John Candy and his wife and their two kids go on vacation to rent this cabin in from Chicago uh, to Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Actually, it was filmed in Yosemite in California, which is I just oh. learned today. I always assumed it was actually filmed up there. But uh, and then uh, when they get there, they're surprised by her brother. No, her sisters and her, her and his husband and her husband. Is that it? I never got like well, who, because who shares what blood. It doesn't I, really I always, matter. It's just family. I always family, thought but. Dan Aykroyd and John Candy's wife were brother and sister. But there's a yeah. part where he kisses her in like a way that you're like, ooh, they cannot be related. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for real. And so it's it's I that's what I think it is. It's the so we sisters, will deduce. Yeah. Which builds the tension more because it's even I mean, I, I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your wife's brothers and sisters situation is or if she has them, but that's a thing where like, sometimes you're hanging out with these people and you're like, so me and you just fucking fell into this family. Didn't we, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and, and so or you fall out of a family. So he's that's surprised a- by his yuppie shitty brother-in-law and sister-in-law and their two creepy daughters who are like twins. And they're like the shiny redheads. Kind of, yeah. Spooky. Um, and so he wanted to have this fun family vacation, but it said now it's this whole thing. And, and they're always one upping them. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and his wife are one uppers and they're yeah. rich. And 
And it they, all like turned, they're yeah. going to have hot dogs. And he's like, I'm not lips and assholes. We're not eating hot dogs. Here's some yeah. lobster tails. Twenty eight dollars a pop. Yeah. And plus, Dan Aykroyd plays a pretty good asshole because, uh, you know, he might be I, probably an asshole. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's fun that um, I like that. And then uh, because of that, what happens is uh, much just like your lips and assholes to the lobster tail, everything John Candy wanted to do with his family and his boys that weekend is now being one upped by their un- uncle Roman, who's blowing money and making everything fancier. Like he wanted to get the pontoon. They got the speedboat. Right. They wanted to go have a nice dinner. And then he pressures him into eating the big ass steak, which. Yeah. And then he starts piling everything onto it, too, mm-hmm. so he can get free shit. I've thought a lot about the how- old 96 are such a good scene. I love the fucking cook coming out with a big burly beard and the way he's shot and he's got blood on his shirt and just uh, the the way that they introduce the old 96 er just sitting in a fucking free uh, meat locker by itself yeah. and just hanging there. And I just realized there's a band called the old 97s. I wonder if they got their name from something from here. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, so uh, well, they're more Saddle Creek bullshit that nobody even knows what you're talking about. Uh, I mean, they're not Saddle Creek. They're uh, it's Rhett Miller's band. They're a pretty enough of that Saddle Creek. Let's get some happy old Creek. They're a pretty huge band. So I don't know. I feel like you're missing it. Uh, but uh, yeah, so there's that. And then um, the oldest son meets this girl who's gorgeous at like the little arcade who's like a townie. And they have this whole relationship. I think that is a great B story. Like I said, um, yeah, plus everybody can relate real. to those, uh, you know, young, doomed, like crush relationships, yeah. like summer loving. There's a great, yeah, exactly. There's summer loving. Better girl, a crazy about me. Better boy, as cute as me. Um, the there's also a great band called they were a Christian band called further seems forever. I think Slayer is a Christian band. They sing about Christian shit all the time. Um, further seems forever had a, a song that I still to this day love called snowbirds and townies. And it's all about that premise of like growing up in a, uh, a resort town. Yeah. We're like all some, every summer, some wonderful family comes with some beautiful girl and you fall in love for the summer. And then they disappear and it's over. And it, it's really, really good. It's a really good uh, song and it sets a really good vibe. Yeah. Nobody puts a baby in the corner. Yeah. And we always except went for, to resort. Except for veal farmers. We always went to resort town. So it, I really understood that. You know, we'd always go, not resort, not like fancy, but we'd go to like the Ozarks or, you know, you'd go to Wall Drug. You go to these places where that's what you do. Um, but so. Um, and it's always interesting going to those places off season. Oh, Have like, yeah. you ever been down to the shore? Yeah. Jersey. Sure. I, I have been to Myrtle or no, uh, uh, South Padre uh-huh. during spring break and not during spring break. And that is two separate towns. Yeah. Like when South Padre Island during spring break, everything is a bar and it's fancy in life. When it's not spring break, three quarters of the businesses are just shut up. They just shut them up most of the year. I like, I, I'm hip. I like to call that place South Dad. Have you ever been to South Dad Island? When my dad and I went there, speaking of, uh, when we went there one time, uh, Carl? There- yeah, very similar to a great outdoors experience. We were down there hanging out and uh, these uh, townies were 
mad that us white men were there. And so they kept telling us the bridge fell down because <laughs> there's a bridge to get to South Padre. You have to drive across this really long bridge. Uh-huh. And they just kept saying, hey, guys, the bridge fell down. You're, you're stuck here. The bridge fell down. Uh, it didn't. My fair lady. Yep. They're just being meanies. Um, Roman is trying to uh, get there. When he starts offering uh, John Candy this deal to get basically give him, give him 25 grand so he can get him in on this deal. Uh, and uh, Chet doesn't want to do it because he's like, fuck this. But then he ends up kind of going for it. And then you know, in the long run, his business prick was such a fucking. Well, and also this is after Wall Street. Yeah. And so like they knew who Just give them that, hey, give anybody that cell phone and they that fucking bit, suck. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that was oh, like a and Andy's wearing a jacket over his shoulders. That's always funny in movies when that shit happens, when it's like so for like a little bit in a movie, if you had a cell phone, it was like, ah, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. But then and then eventually it was everything. And then oh, for a while, I think Zach, uh, Zach Morris normalized them. Yeah. Bluetooths were that way in movies, which they oh, kinda, that kind of disappeared. But that Adam Scott, Catherine Hahn scene. Yeah. He's like a giant douche and it's mm-hmm. ac- extra driven home by the fact he's driving with the big Bluetooth. Now yeah. everybody walks around with their AirPods and generic yeah, AirPods. It's di- like but it, it's, it's, like it's nothing. It's the world now, baby. Yeah. I always feel weird when I'm at work and I forget because I have my I, I don't wear I don't have uh, AirPods. I have like wireless that have the cord on them. Uh-huh. I like those because I feel like I'm not going to lose them. But yeah. then I always go. Oh, they're right here. So I always go around work and I'll have these like hanging on my and it makes me feel when I look in the mirror or something, right. I'm like, Ugh, it looks so corny. It's also funny how some of that stuff like didn't age as well. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not a big deal, but there is a scene where they're getting ready to have pizza. Yep. And the wife offhandedly mentions it's goat cheese pizza that yeah. Roman's making because, you know, they he can't d- just have a normal, regular fucking yeah, pizza. Can't be normal. And then John Candy is like, what? He said goat cheese, you know, and yeah. nowadays it'd be like, yeah, okay. who gives a fig? Yeah, yeah eat goat it. Cheese who pizza. fucking cares? Like, goat cheese. That's fine. Yeah, we've been having goat, like, goat cheese for thousands of years. It's nothing new. It's nothing crazy. It's just fucking cheese. Yeah. Um, a funny thing in this but to movie, the 80s, you know, everything's fucking craft. Yeah, I, I this movie we were talking about the music, but like some of these songs are just synonymous with it to the point where yak yak yak. That is this movie for me. Oh, um, yeah. The, and the, the closing dance, the closing dance is awesome. Wilson Pickett. And I always wondered, like, what was that? Dude, was that like, dude, I'm telling you, I, I watched the trailer and there's a couple mm-hmm. shots in there, too, that aren't in the movie. Yeah, I just really think that's what John Hughes or I guess he wasn't the director, but uh, still you get John Candy and uh, Dan Aykroyd in a movie. I think you play it a lot more loose. Yeah. Which and, is funny because uh, back then that was so expensive. Film costs yeah. so much to shoot. Yeah. This movie was 20 million on the budget, oh, which wow. is kind of expensive for a 90 minute family comedy that uh, doesn't have too much crazy shit going on. So I bet you a lot of it was just on, on the film cost. Yeah. Uh, but because there's a lot of the just random scenes where it's just like, you know, like the uh, leech scene. Yeah. Like it's three minutes of them going fishing, sitting in a boat with mm-hmm. ASMR, and then they fall asleep and wake up with leeches on their leeches face. all over them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a funny thing, too. I was just thinking about is like, so imagine you're five years older than you are. Right. Like, how old would you have been in 1987? If I'm five years older? Yeah. Ten. OK, so you're 10 years old. You go to the movie theater and you're like, Harry and the Hendersons, this movie rips. 
And then the next summer you go to the theater and see the great outdoors and you're like, what the fuck? This is the same thing. Except for they found yeah. a, it's like very it has that very similar Instead vibe. Of finding a Sasquatch. They found yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, I think I had a theory when I was a kid that like. They were passing each other, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. that, like they were I loved the same you in Wall Street. Yeah, well, yeah, because you don't see the cabin they stayed in in Harry and the Hendersons. They're on their way home from vacation. And oh. so it's like maybe they pass each other and that's the same cabin that they yeah. stayed in. And John, that, you know, um, the mom and oh, boy, I looked at her. The mom and uh, Harry and the Hendersons is also a babe. Melinda Dillon is her name. Oh, I haven't seen Harry and the Hendersons uh, since before it was a TV show. We should watch that. Oh, my God. She was born in 1939. That's so long ago. We should watch uh, Harry and the Hendersons for uh, sure. one of these. It's yeah. it's real good. I have it on DVD. I'm sure it's online somewhere. Um. Let's see. Okay, so what else you got? What other thoughts on this felt a flick? Oh, like I said, the uh, everything involving the bear is great. The bat scene is really sad. Uh, yes. They should have listened to the sun. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, and it's so funny, too, because nobody would nobody for the most part watching that movie back in the day was like, oh, they killed the bat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like that's just what you do. Hey, we're uh, out in the wilderness and we have a little bit of wilderness into our uh... also I'm curious how the trash inside got maggots on it that quick yeah when they come home from the old 96er yeah. uh, the lightning bolt guy always struck with me and it's funny how little of the movie <laughs> I like when he, they use the, the the lamp to shoot and I was as a kid I was like and he has to plug it in yeah as a kid I was like yeah it make no fucking sense yeah, and that's uh, uh, and that's Nick from uh, Gremlins too, yep, and yep. he's also in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. I mm-hmm. uh, a thing fun that uh, we have talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, the bear is Bart the bear, very famous acting. Bear oh yeah, oh that bear in. fucking crushes it too. Yeah, and it's really interesting. Uh, the whole bear scene, mm-hmm. the it, when he makes it into the cabin and uh, just. You can totally see how every shot is done. Yeah, yeah. Like how you can be like, that's Dan Aykroyd with fake bear face biting yep. his thing. Choreography uh, of it all. There's one shot where the bear is standing and Dan Aykroyd is reacting to when the bear like really mm-hmm. stands up. And I think that's one of the only times they're on screen together. Oh, yeah. Uh, but that bear is great. Good yeah. growls. Just like, yeah. I'll he, tell he you, that bear was also in uh well there was a television show called the life and times of grizzly adams that was a big deal he was in that he was in uh benji the hunted which i don't know if you ever saw when you were a kid oh yeah benji movie uh he was in this then the next year also in 1988 he was in the bear do you remember the movie the bear oh yeah 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 so he's in that later later i've seen it but it's been a while so i only barely remember it (laughs) he's in white fang he's in homeward bound the incredible journey which you love uh he's in legends of the fall and he's in 12 monkeys so do you think him and brad pitt have this had the same agent <laughs> could be you know maybe that's what it was uh and he pre- he was a presenter at the 1998 70th 70th academy awards and he missed his family terribly every night he cried oh, yeah. himself to Just sleep never knew what the fuck was going on uh he he passed he his last movie was he was in meet the deedles remember that with Paul Walker. Uh-huh. You ever seen that? That fucking yeah. cr- creepy ass movie. He was in that. And then he passed away uh, at a ripe old age. He, he lived a long time, which is really good. But he passed away in the year 
thousand. So rest in peace, Bart the Bear. We love you. God bless you. Um, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, live thirty tw- or twenty three years. That's probably Is that good, good for a bear? bear. I would think so. Born in Baltimore, died in Heber City, Utah. Ah, God bless you. Now there it is. Uh, great ass, see. great ass on that. Great bear. ass on the bear when they shoots that thing. And then the whole thing at the end, like it feels very like again going back to how this all feels real. The Did two girls, yeah, the two little girls who we don't fucking pay attention to the whole time, they go off they, and get themselves in trouble like a bunch of fucking idiots. They just get out of the car in a rainstorm, like, hey, we're gonna just wander around, but don't really give us a good reason. That's what my, but that's because that's what my my little cousins would do. That that's what dipshit kids do. I'd have to go find my little cousin Sherry sometimes because she's like, oh, I went exploring, and it's not even her fault. That's what you're supposed to do. You know, and so like there's all that kind of stuff. We got stuck in mud one time when I was a kid because we were like walking through a timber. And what we didn't realize was that like, I mean, we thought it was just going to be like some mud, but it was like almost like sink mud. And so like we went down to like our knees and we all lost our shoes at the bottom of this mud pit and just had to walk home, walk back to the campsite with no shoes covered in mud. Um, And it was like we were just fucking around, you know, Um. So then they have to go out and uh, rescue the kids. Uh, and they do. Yeah. Well, it's a good moment for Roman, too, mm-hmm. that he it, saves his kids. Yeah, because he's like having to let down his like facade and having to be a real person. Yeah. Um, and at the end, they kind of have because then the wife finds out that they're broke and that he's been fucking up the money and that he lost his job. So like that all the comeuppance for Roman is really good. And then you kind of feel sad. You feel not sad. You feel sad for him as opposed to just being like, ah, fuck this asshole the whole time. You see it yeah. on his face. You see it as a father and as a, a brother-in-law and stuff. And, and he, and then John Candy writes him the check and then, you know, it all, it all works out. Um, and then the raccoons come back at the end for a post credit scene. scene which That's you, fucking we didn't, great, dude. We didn't even have that shit back then. This is yeah. Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. And they're setting up. I, where's the sequel of them all living together in mm-hmm. Chicago? Exactly. This was it's it's also just kind of fun that we're moderately having a uh, John Hughes uh, month. month. Yeah. Yeah. What is next week? I don't remember. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. That's right. We should have. Now, I know it's a little late now, but we should have put what's the one, the weird one with Dan Aykroyd and John Candy. Oh, nothing but trouble. I've never seen that. And really? People love it. And I know it's like a bad movie. Yeah, Yeah, it's a bad movie. But like I think Stacy like watched that a lot when she was a kid. I've never seen it, and I think yeah, well, it's pretty fantastic for yeah. kids. You know what I mean? There's a lot of yeah. weird stuff going Gore on. Gore and stuff. So I might yeah. watch that on my own. Tupac. Yeah. There's also a really great. Humpty Hump. There's a really great. Um. Whoa! Is that is that for that movie? Is that what is that in that movie? Yeah. I've seen that clip before. I didn't know what movie it was. Um. There's also a really great John Candy interview. Since it's John Candy Month, we might as well put this out. John Candy interview. It's uh, if you search on YouTube, um, it's I guess it's called. Okay, it's on the SCTV archive, which is also a great channel. But it's called That's Life, John Candy, and it's just this long, this seven-minute interview with him, kind of walking around his farm, and he is so sweet and genuine in it, and lovable and. It's just a real shame. He was just such a great dude. Yeah. Um, there's also a really long Dick Cavett interview. Yeah, just go to YouTube and look up John Candy interviews. He always comes off so well. Yeah. Which I'm is gonna, funny I, for I, everyone I wonder, else. I, I want to see him with Carson now. 
Yeah, you know? I bet they'd have, have a good... some good late night interviews where he's just being himself. Wonder if there's a Conan O'Brien. That'd be nice. But oh, I wonder was he ever on Conan? Because he would die. He died right around that time. Um, when did John? I'm gonna look great when he died. Ninety four. Ninety four. He was making wagons east or wagons. Yeah, wagons east. Ninety four. Yeah. And then his last movie is Canadian Bacon, which was fucking not good at all. Um, yeah, probably because they had like half of the footage they needed. Yeah, and it's bad. Michael oh. Moore wrote and directed it. Eugene a, Levy. Yep, Eugene Levy, Alan Alda, uh, Stephen Wright. It's a, it's just a bad premise. Kevin Pollak, I didn't know he was in it. It's just oh. a bad premise for a movie. Um, cool. Yeah. And when Shit, you watch Patrick. the trailer, it's like. From, from Michael Moore, the creator of uh, whatever that documentary he did, his first documentary. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, who cares? Why do we want to see a comedy from this direct, from this documentarian? You know, I don't want to see Werner Herzog's new funny movie. You know, I thought Michael Moore was a comedian guy anyways, because I just didn't have the scope of what he did. So yeah. it always made stuff weird. And I'm and, not uh, trying to take away from Michael Moore. I think he's done. I think Fahrenheit 9-11 was really important. I think uh, he's a good director. I think Bowling for Columbine's great. I think he's a little up his own ass sometimes, but I think he's aware of that. Yeah, but well, it's a big, it's a big ass. So. Doesn't mean Canadian bacon doesn't suck shit. Um, well, that's about it. We did. We talked about it. it. We did. Um, it's fantastic. I, I wish we could have, I wish we could have broke it down piece by piece. Two and a half Kazis. Go watch it. Two and a half. I'm saying four Kazis. Well, it, with nostalgia goggles, it's an easy four Kazis for me. But yeah. uh, I mean, hey, I just, follow your heart. I'm not. I'm not trying to talk you into it. It makes sense. I didn't. I didn't. LOL. Like I did last week. Maybe it's just because John Candy's a straight man or something. He's a straight man. I yeah. I love but, it. Uh, I think it's. I, I think still it's enjoyed great. it, and also I. I did cackle when the bear, but got yeah. shot maybe as a but, con uh, oh and also there's a fun scene uh maybe you caught this when roman and cheddar are sitting there on the porch they're like talking and they're yeah. drinking out of the return of the jedi cl- uh, glasses yeah like the, we had those when i was a kid the burger king ones so i thought that was pretty cool i caught that this time after seeing the movie a hundred times in my life well gang um, Reemcore. r-e-a-m k-o-r-e k-o-r-e there we go i gotta uh yeah he's gotta yeah. do something pee shit do. piss something. i do well, um, we drink a lot of coffee in this. We do. So. Follow me at Patrick Casey. Speaking of, I wanted to read this uh, 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 coffee mug I got real quick. P-A-T-R-S-K-J-S-D-A-A-Patrickcasey.com uh, for all the coming shows and dates. Uh, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us $5. Give us $25,000. Uh, we'll see you next week on uh, Candy. Halloween Candy Month continues. We're talking I about. I love it. I fucking love you. It's really good. I love you, too. What's, the ne- what's next week? Say it again. Uncle Buck. Uncle uh, Buck. So if you want to watch Uncle Buck to be ready, otherwise, listen along. Uh, tell your friends, be cool, never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.